Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and I'm a contributor for Forbes covering social entrepreneurship and impact investing, and we're producing the show today for Forbes. Uh, our guests today are Kenny Duwan and uh, Judd Hollis. Uh, Kenny and Judd, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for having us, Devin. Thank you, Devin. Uh, Judd, you launched EquityNet, your uh, crowdfunding platform, several years ago. And what has happened is that you, you've discovered, as I understand it, that there's been a lot of interest and you actually had a, a big proportion of the business come in the real estate world. I wonder if you just comment a little bit on the history and what you've in fact observed in the in the uh, real estate crowdfunding space. Yes, you know, EquityNet is a what we call a mass market platform, meaning it accommodates all types of companies, no matter what their industry sector is, no matter what type of capital they're seeking and uh, also the level of capital. So we have a very wide distribution of companies. Uh, what's interesting is over the past couple of years, particularly since the real estate market declined, you know, 30% plus, as we all recall, and has been in a recovery mode ever since, that has been a very hot sector in our platform and across the industry. I believe uh, around 15 to 20%, in fact, of activity uh, is in the real estate uh, arena on equity net. That is really uh, interesting. So, so fifteen percent of your volume is real estate related. That's correct. Yeah, and various very... other uh, hybrid models that combine some level of financial services and real estate. I see. I see. Now, Kenny, you are a real estate developer, and you've raised some money uh, on equity net. Tell us a little bit about your experience. Well, you know, uh, we, we started looking at a whole different bunch of portals, crowdfunding portals, about about uh, eight, nine months ago. And uh, a lot of the portals, I must say, are totally lost right now. They do not know what they're doing. However, with EquityNet, what we saw is they had put together a platform where accredited investors could go and see deal making, could see deal flow. And that, that was very important for us the clarity, the how well it was put together, how easy it was for accredited investors to go in, take a look, see what the deal flow is, pick and choose, get enough information, and um, the more time we spent on EquityNet, the better we, we felt and more comfortable about it. Uh, I'm very comfortable today saying that out of all the crowdfunding portals that we have been to, crowd, uh, EquityNet has sent us more business, has sent us more leads, and uh, it's easier for, once again, investors to see the deal flow. So it's been great for us. That's great. Now, uh, Jeb, why do you think there is this, uh, what seems to be developing is th that there is evidence that real estate works especially well for crowdfunding. Why do you think that is? Well, I think real estate is a long-term uptrend in terms of its recovery and its appreciation. And investors get that and they're interested in it as a sector, an industry of interest. But then you also consider that 
the majority of businesses in the U.S. these days are based upon intangible assets. We're no longer so much of a manufacturing-based economy. And thus, a lot of companies in crowdfunding are, you know, web-type companies or intangible-based, whereas real estate has a hard asset behind it. So I believe that has a great deal of interest and appeal to our investors. And I must say, uh, in terms of Monday One and Kenny, he's correct in that we see a direct correlation between the amount of work that entrepreneurs put into raising capital and crowdfunding and the amount of interest and funding they get. It makes complete sense that those who are going to utilize the resources and the tools we give them as much as possible are going to be most successful, and that's exactly what we see. So uh, our compliments to Kenny and his team on, on really putting a lot of effort into it. That, that is uh, an important uh, principle to draw because uh, I think across crowdfunding uh, platform styles, industries, whatever, there, there remains a myth that persists in the minds of some that it is a set it and forget it kind of effort. That, that's not what you're seeing. Not at all. It's no free lunch, even in crowdfunding, and you have to really apply yourself. And, um, you know, that's really no different than raising money traditionally. If you think about it, it's at the end of the day, it's a lot of hard work. Uh, I think, though, what's, what's new and innovative about crowdfunding as it relates to fundraising is that it makes all the hard work much more efficient and streamlined so you can accomplish what you could traditionally in, in a fraction of the time that it used to take. But it still uh, requires a good application of time and focus and, um, and using, to the greatest extent, the kind of tools that we provide, whether it be uh, mechanisms to engage our closed network of investors or the tools that we have to uh, cast a wide net to your audience on the web or distribute your profile to MarketWatch. Um, and I believe Monday One has been really good at utilizing all these uh, capabilities. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what it's like to use the tools? Uh, to, I think so many people are interested in raising money on crowdfunding, regardless of their industry, but are intimidated by the technology in the process. How have you come to figure this out? I, I don't get that your background is in IT, that you, you don't come at this as a technologist. No, not at all. My background is not at all in IT. In fact, as you know, today is my first chance to do this web webinar interview, so I'm very, very IT challenged here. Uh, however, let's go back and take a look at how historically investors uh, invested in deals. It was through brokers and it was through investment banking houses. And, and pretty much you were dependent on your broker uh, calling you up and telling you about a deal and, 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 and getting you excited. Now, th th there was a conflict of interest there. Obviously, the broker or his investment banking house made a commission, had, had an interest of pushing that deal. So the investor did not have a chance to look at multiple deals, multiple deal flow. That's what we call uh, That's what EquityNet provides, deal flow. They didn't have a chance to look at the deal flow and decide for themselves independently what made sense to them and what did not make sense to them. And all that has changed since the, the bill passed last year in September when all this crowdfunding started happening. So what's happening is it's only been 
for about 14 months uh, since this crowdfunding is, is all happening, a lot of the portals, uh, competitors of EquityNet, are lost. Honestly, are lost. They, they, they must provide a platform that's easy for someone like me. I, I'm an accredited investor. Uh, I'm looking out for my retirement. I'm looking out for, hey, you know, I'm going to save up. I'm going to live 100 years, hopefully, and I'm going to create multiple different options. You know, the traditional options of saving for retirement are just not going to be enough okay, for me and my wife and my family. So I have to look at multiple options for my retirement. Now, I cannot be just dependent on the broker telling me what's good for me. I must be able to look at deal flow at different options, and that's what crowdfunding does, what it's supposed to do. Uh, however, some, is, some people got it figured out, and some people are still struggling. EquityNet has got it figured out. It's easier for someone like me uh, who might be spending all day long doing their work, doing their job, which is not IT related. And then in the evening after the kids have been put to bed, now I got about 30 minutes to do some research. You know, I go to a portal, I look at multiple deals quickly, uh, take a look at the summary, and then if I like a few, I spend a little more time on it. That's what EquityNet has created. It's the ease to read, review, uh, do a quick analysis, and then, then figure out if you want to spend more time on it. And then continue to go back and forth between the company yourself through EquityNet and, and figure out if that is for you or not. Take your time, no pressure. And that's the key here. Yeah, it really is a good counsel to take your time. Uh, Judd, tell us a little bit about some of the other people who are successfully raising on EquityNet right now. Well, I will note real quick that... Um, you know, Monday one, uh, Kenny's company was one of the first really aggressive users of Title II or 506C exemption, and that's what he's referring to over the past 14 months. And we've released some wonderful capabilities, uh, thanks to Congress and the SEC that enabled us to do so, so that, you know, Kenny can not just post his deal to a closed network of investors, that's great, but take it to the next level and distribute his opportunity and advertise it across the web at Crunchbase and MarketWatch and then use an ability we have called Crowdcast um, to invite thousands of people in his uh, LinkedIn network and Facebook network to come look at his profile and, and a certain percent sign up. So, you know, crowdfunding these days is not just about a private network investors, it's about the broader advertising um, abilities you have under Title II. Uh, back to your question, Devin. We have multiple companies that are being successful, and they really span all industry sectors. Uh, I would say oil and gas has been quite hot um, because a lot of them are offering uh, a current yield, some type of a royalty or dividend that, that investors can expect over time instead of just a, an equity-based liquidity event. And the real estate's also been very hot. Um, software's been, web-based software, cloud computing's been very hot. Uh, biotech. Um, in fact, we have an area of EquityNet called crowdfunding resources. There's a whole series of interactive charts that you can look at to see these very numbers I'm telling you. Uh, you can look at trends, uh, who's investing in what sectors, how much the companies are raising, what's the geographic distribution. Uh, so you can kind of slice and dice the activity there uh, publicly for free. Yeah, it's very interesting. 
Can you tell us a little bit about your offering before we wrap up here? Sure. Um, we have been doing regular, regular, regulation D private placement for, for quite some time now. And obviously the crowdfunding has given us you know, a huge massive audience that we did not have before. Uh, before that it was all through friends and families and that's pretty much all you could do. But that all changed about 14 months ago as Jeff pointed out. Uh, what we are offering today, the, the project that, that's out there on EquityNet is a multifamily development in North Dakota. Now primarily our real estate build out, commercial build out is always all been in Southern California. It's all been in retail, uh, multifamily and hospitality. However, about three years ago, we had a chance to go to North Dakota. And it's geopolitically a game changer for this country. Uh, four years ago, they were producing about 100,000 barrels of oil every day. Today, they're producing 1.1 million barrels of oil. They got 22,000 oil workers who make $120,000 a year, starting wages, uh, living in man camps, trailer parks. Uh, so housing is the biggest need in demand in, in North Dakota. It's very challenging uh, to build housing there. We had a chance to go up three years ago, figured it out. It, it was very challenging. And we started building, we built our first project last year. Uh, we rented out, it's 100% leased, and we are generating about 15 to 20% higher rent than what we had projected. Uh, our second project now, the one that's on equity net is 100 townhome multifamily project. It's going to be built out in three different phases and once again all of the people who are going to be renting are oil workers, oil companies and service related companies. Um, the rents are extremely high. Uh, Brian Williams just did a, a newscast on a Sunday news saying that the highest rent in the country is actually not Manhattan, New York or San Francisco downtown. It's actually North Dakota. The fastest three cities going, growing in this country for the last three years are all three cities in North Dakota. Uh, geopolitically, it's a game changer. I could spend a lot of time talking about our project and North Dakota. Going back to the investors, why should the investors look at our project? Um, number one, our experience. We've been in this business for 14 years. Uh, we've had all very successful projects in Southern California, and now this is our second project in the Bark in, in North Dakota. We, we are not spec builders, and that's the key here. We are not building to build because the market is good and tomorrow sell it. We do not do that. Monday one primarily focuses on rental income, and then we use the most conservative asset class, which is multifamily. So we build multifamily, we, we generate income through rental income, pay off expenses, and share the profits with our partners. That's what we are building. Uh, our project is about $19.5 million. We have raised about $6.5 million as of date. And that is what we needed for our first phase. Fantastic. Well, Kenny, I really, and, and uh, Jed, I really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Quickly before we go, I, I wonder if, you would each give us <clears throat> like a three-word counsel. I, I, I want to ask you both to tell us um, how you you have learned to have impact so that our, our listeners, our viewers can take away a lesson. We want to learn something from you today. What is the key to impact? Uh, Jed, why don't you go first, then Kenny. I would say what's probably been uh, most important for us is that we use our own platform 
to raise money for ourselves for EquityNet and have so for many years. And thus, we drink our own Kool-Aid. We use our own system. We develop it for our customers and ourselves. And so we want it to be the best. We want to provide them the best tools at, of course, the best cost and the most uh, the largest investor network that is uh, all accredited and very well vetted so that our entrepreneurs have the best chance possible of raising capital. Because raising capital can be a very laborious, challenging, and very distracting exercise. And so we just want to make our entrepreneurs as successful as possible. Great. Kenny, what's the secret to having impact? Everyone listening today, including you, Devin and Jeff, are going to live longer than you had planned for, which means you have to build your retirement. What Equity Fund, Equity Net does is gives you a platform to look at deals, which you must. You look at, you must create more options for your retirement. What Monday One does simply is gives you one more option, one more option to save up for your retirement, to build your retirement. And that's what the key is for everyone. Everyone listening today is look at different options. Equity Nuts gives you those options. Monday One is just one another option. Now, there's a very good chance that the Monday One option might be a very good option by the time you do your taxes at the end of the year. The Monday One retirement option might give you the returns might be a lot higher than your traditional mutual funds and your traditional ways of saving for retirement. But once again, go back, look at options, and build your retirement. Very good. Now, uh, each of you, uh, Judd, then Kenny, how do people get in touch with you? How do they learn more about your program? Uh, so EquityNet is at www.equitynet.com. Uh, you can also find us at, at, at EquityNet on Twitter. Um, in fact, I'll be available for the rest of the day. If anyone wants to ask about EquityNet or ask about crowdfunding or, or business in general, I'll be available the rest of the day on Twitter, and then again, that's at EquityNet. Uh, you can also feel free to give us a call. Uh, our number is right on our homepage, 866-542-3638. Great. And Kenny? Yes, and you can give us a call or contact us through email. Our telephone numbers in our company are 949-833-8100. You can go to our website, which is mondayone.com. And our leasing website, so you take a look at our properties that are being leased out, which are called mondayoneproperties.com. And my email is right there, kd at mondayone. But give us a call. Check out our website. Give us a call. Uh, let us spend some time educating you who Monday One is, what we do, how we make our money, and how you can partner up with us and, and make some money to create just one more option for yourself. Give us a call. Uh, thank you for being with me. All righty. Hey, uh, Kenny. And uh, Judd, thank you both for taking the time to be with us. We wish you every success. Thank you, Devin. Thank you, Devin. Thank you for having us. All righty. Let's do some good. Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devinthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for your mark on the world. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur, or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devon is a champion of social good, 
writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.